Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media. If you would like to reach out to the show, email us at GoDeepThePodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always go deep. We want to do you a big, okay? We want you to go to www.SmoothMyBalls.com forward slash go deep. And we want you to get the Turf Chopper 2.0. I'm telling you, this baby will rip through anything except your skin. That's the important part, right? Nobody wants their, their beanbag nipped and chipped. You want to keep it nice and clean. Nobody likes that mobile dental floss. And when you get to the checkout, I want you to put in the words, go deep. One word, no spaces, okay? Save yourself that 15%. Your partner's going to thank you. You're going to thank us. And fuck the plumber. He's not going to like either one of us. <laughs> Also, folks, <laughs> don't forget, we have our gear at the Spring Store. And as you heard on many different podcasts, me explaining that we don't have the yoga pants that MoFo so dearly loves, uh, but we still have shirts. We got new designs. I promise. I know I keep telling you about this, but I promise we got new designs coming down the pipe. We've just been real busy, but uh, go to springstore.com. You can find that on the GDP account on the Twitter one. There's a link. Click it. You'll be right at the store. You're welcome. Guys, this is going to be a fantastic show. We have all the family favorites on the show. We have the one and only Astro Moon. How are you? I'm awesome as always. How are you? And hello, all of our listeners. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm better now that you're on the show. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, I know we need to have to have a new one of our uh, our Moon with a View segments very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon with a View. But we're not talking about my butt cheeks, as I, as I explained on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> also on the show we have the wonderful very clean cut loves his nuts the one and only motorsports mofo how are you pal i'm good as always and uh thank you for the nice entrance i was expecting a slap right off the hop but i'll take it and uh yeah good to be here and uh, ready to do this i figured i'd wait i'm sure that our next guest alan smithy would love to give you a nice slap shortly how are you pal I got it. You see, I got to tell you, I love Moon with a View. That is a fantastic name for that show. I love it. If you've ever been to the Sundowner, actually, they'll give you a Moon with a View. <laughs> really? Uh, John, John Doe, if you ask him nicely, he'll just give you a Moon with a View. But really, no, Popo, I want your Moon with a View. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a nice, quiet, just relaxed little ride in, in the Black Widow just to chill out and enjoy a moon with a view with Motorsports MoFo. I'm going to remove the passenger seat tonight. <laughs> That's probably a good idea because I would stain the fuck out of that thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Well, well, that's I'm, all been said and done. We also I'm have to have... It. Oh, you're bringing it today. You're bringing, you're bringing your oh, A-game. Yeah. Plan A. Damn, I'm always bringing my A-game. You know it. <laughs> it's a conspiracy, brother. Yes. Today's it's a conspiracy. conspiracy. to make this the greatest podcast ever. We always try. Every episode, we're always going deep, folks. But today's conspiracy theory, because we haven't talked about conspiracy theories for such a long time. Today, we're talking about JFK, because I know Alan Smith, he loves that shit. Man, oh man. You know, there's just no way. This is the granddaddy of conspiracies, of all conspiracy theories, or as I like to call myself, a conspiracy realist, because to me, they're not theories. It's all real, man. And this is the granddaddy. It's who killed 
John Fitzgerald Kennedy on the 23rd day of November. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, November 22nd there, thank you. 22nd day of November in 1963. That's what happens when you get old. You jumble up the dates. Oh, you drive a Jeep. Oh, That's right, exactly, or you drive a Jeep. Good thing, you see, Kennedy might be alive today if he was in a Jeep instead of the Lincoln. That's the problem. Oh, he was in wow. a Lincoln. A convertible at that, when you think about it just in the broad context, imagine modern day now, a U.S. president riding around in a convertible anything. You think about that, like a sitting president, and it just it would never happen. It, would, you, it wouldn't there, even be a question. The, the beautiful thing about the JFK conspiracy is that there are so many layers. We could spend a year's worth of podcasts talking about all the different layers, all the minutia. Like, for example, there are seven different Oswald. Uh, there's, uh, if you compare the different pictures, somewhere he's got a pronounced bump on his arm. Somewhere his chins look a little different. Uh, there, if you look, there are about seven different photographs of Oswald, and none of them are identical. There's slight variations. All the guys look the same, but they're not identical. The famous photo of him in the backyard with the rifle doesn't add up to another photo of him taken on the beach. So, you know, you... It's like an onion. It's like an onion the size of, I don't know, John Doe's balls. Pretty it's big a onion. huge onion. Those are big onions. It's a, a big onion. So the conspiracy is just layers or, and layers. Or is it maybe that pecker is so small that the onions just look big? Well, oh, before, wow. he got, before he shaved his balls, <laughs> I, I will say this about John Doe. Before he shaved his balls, it looked like a, it looked like a button inside of a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. And then when it comes out, it looks like a, an elephant picking up a peanut. But <laughs> I don't think we're on the show talking about John Doe's uh, onion-sized nuts. Sorry, I had to get my slap symbol. I had the opportunity. I'm ready. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So let's get this bad boy started. I know we kind of did, but uh, th- there's a couple different conspiracy theories out there, right? They're all kind of like different and they're all kind of weird. We're going to go right to a, a weird one right off the bat. And I want to, I want your opinion, all of you guys. I want all your, uh, I want all of you guys to give me your opinion. So the mob, one of the ideas is the mob did it. They did the hit on JFK. He he was gonna get rid of something. I don't I don't know what they were gonna take away from. But there was three different groups. Apparently, there was a Chicago, the Miami, and the New Orleans mob. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so here's the really interesting thing: the mob connection here. The the big thing the mob con- was concerned about was. JFK's brother, Robert. Robert was the attorney general, and there was a rumor that jo- that Robert was going to crack down hard on the mob. The mob had already uh, existed at this point, sort of on the, the fringes of American power structure. Vegas was coming into play. The Chicago mob was huge. The New York mob was huge. The LA mob was starting to grow big, but the Vegas mob was huge. So the fear was that, that Bobby Kennedy was going to crack down. So with respect to the conspiracy, does the mob have hitmen? Of course they do. That's what they do. They're the mob. The, the key mob connection, the, the reason people always circle back to the mob is Jack Ruby. The day after Oswald was arrested, um, when they were leading him on his perp walk, uh, Jack Ruby stepped out of the crowd and shot Oswald to death. Jack Ruby was a known mob associate in Dallas through his nightclub. So that's always been where the mob connection is. But the big, the big question is, is, you know, how does Oswald uh, tie into that? How does, where's the mob connection? How does, uh, is the mob really that big? Were they that big at that time? To pull off the assassination of a president. Absolutely, 
they were. And like, that's, that's mob 101, it, like to hire some nobody to do the job and then off them so they don't talk. Right. You're absolutely right. So that's, that's exactly, I mean, it, it has all the trappings. Well, it has all the trappings of a mob hit, but the thing, should I say, Oswald's assassination has all the trappings of a mob hit, but Kennedy's was so dramatic that it just feels different. It doesn't feel like something the mob would ever do. The mob is known for very up close, very personal assassinations. They want you to know who is whacking you, if I may, for the parlance of The Sopranos or better movie at Goodfellas. They want to know who's why. They want you to know in the very last second of your life who is taking you out. Sounds like Mofo on a nice date. Right, exactly. (laughs) So I think Mofo will be honored for me to take them out. I don't know. Uh, Are we doing a NASCAR race? I I, I meant like, never mind. (laughs) 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 The more I try to dig out of this, I'm just going to dig a hole and just keep my mouth shut. Man, you're fucking delightful. That's why I love you, Mo. The thing thing with the mob, though, is because I've heard that line. I just, I can't, I don't see the mob in this. I just don't. But I'm going to see, I'm going to side with Oscar on this. I, see, I believe all the conspiracies, and I believe none of them. So I'm here to be sort of the devil's advocate, and I will back every conspiracy, no matter how obscure it is, about Kennedy, because it's so big. So with the mob, it was it has all the markings of a mob head. But at the same time, it's just it was way too dramatic. Getting shot in the head, on his way, you know, in the limo, it just seemed too big and too pronounced. What do you guys think about the umbrella... Go ahead, Mo, or Astra. That would be a perfect reason for the mob to take him out, though, because he did it wrong, right? right? Like, he made a big spectacle. And also, too, like, that up-close-and-personal thing, like, having a president as the target kind of ups things a little bit, right? You might not, you probably aren't going to be able to do your up-close-and-personal because it's the president. I don't think the mob would want that much attention cast on them. I think if they were go- were going to be responsible, I think they would do it in a much quieter fashion. Yeah, they probably like poison him or something. Like No, but I'm saying like, I don't think what I mean is I don't think they would do it at a public parade. Right. Yeah. But maybe I, they think it, I think it would be something, even if it was going to be like an um, with a sniper, I think it would, it would just be in a quieter setting, not so much a public spectacle like that. That's just my opinion. Maybe they felt that they didn't have any, any time left, but that they needed to do it now before Bobby had too much power, before Bobby could get in front of Congress and enact legislation to wipe them out, before Bobby could get more. Well, and I know they were cracking time. down. I know they were cracking down on them at the time, but I'm just, I still maintain that I think the, I'm not discounting the theory i'm just my personal belief is i do not see the mob being responsible but i'm not discounting someone that believes that either if that makes sense mofo let me say let me say you into the next one which could be theoretically true so you're saying the mob um you don't believe the mob would do it but one of the other theories is the cia did it so maybe in that process, the CIA uh, the CIA hired the mob to do it, and that's how they would have been able to get close enough and have the ability to do it. You know what I mean? See, now anything's possible. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. And I know Alan had mentioned the Umbrella Man or whispers thereof. I was, I was just about to talk about the Umbrella and Man. And I feel like... I feel like when you think about the CIA, I feel like there is a lot of symbolism, both literally and metaphorically. And I say metaphorically in the sense of, you know, someone that is meant just to, to a man in black, someone that someone just to, to, to blend in and, and be that, you know, 
look over here while something's actually happening over there. I feel like, you know, I feel like that, the, the fact that he's popping an umbrella open on a very sunny day, I don't know anyone that even has an umbrella on a sunny day. And I've heard the argument, oh, well, it's the sun to, to keep some shade. I don't buy it. No, if you look at the guy, yeah, if you look at the guy who popped open the umbrella, there's no way, you know, you, generally you think of, you know, old Asian ladies uh, opening exactly, a, a exactly. parasol. The and I, I saw a yeah. documentary where they showed about the assassination and it said like, it was like, I think nine or 10 years later, they were doing a court case on everything in pertains to this. And they're like, well, we tracked down who this gentleman was. I'm not like, I can't remember what his name was. That would be more of an Alan Smithy thing or we'd have to look it up. But to the point was, and they said, oh, and you know what? He still has this umbrella. He still owns it. <laughs> well, of course he owns it. No, but I'm saying like, you think yeah. about, how stupid now that you'll start to stand because you're starting to almost make a spectacle of it. Right. right. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, and he brought it in the court. So we're going to demonstrate that there's no weird buttons and there's no, you know, hidden contraptions in this. It's just an umbrella. And then they even opened it in the courtroom. This would be like say early 1970s, but just, I remember watching the courtroom footage of them showing this happening and it almost felt like it was, it was a clip out of jackass like you're you were waiting for the everyone to start burst out laughing and well they're definitely weren't stapling like their nuts to uh the end of a piece of paper you know what i mean well it just i just mean given the gravity of the situation i just remember watching the courtroom footage when they pulled out the umbrella and they made him open it there in front of everyone and close it and hand it around type thing for the jurors to look at and i'm thinking that this whole thing it, it just stinks it well, just doesn't he, add up he wasn't the right? penguin he, was, he wasn't you know it wasn't the penguin he's not using his umbrella to fight batman it's, no uh, no but i'm just saying yeah. though was that like because there was people saying oh like did he fire the shot or like was right. there anything funny with the umbrella itself and i'm just saying i firmly believe if I had to pick an angle, I, I should say, I think the CIA would be responsible for it or have some sort of hand in it. And I definitely feel like that gentleman standing there with the umbrella was some sort of like a sing uh, signal person. Much like when you see in the military and things like that, there's all these sort of hand signals or various things and they mean something. I think the opening of that umbrella at that exact time was a signal. Or even to, like in NASCAR, they use hand signals in NASCAR. Not I'm the middle finger. Hand signal for you right now. <laughs> I bet you are. Well, here's, okay. So here's the thing with the CIA. There's two things about the CIA. And again, like I said, with Astro Moon agreeing with Astro Moon that it was the mob. I do think it was the mob. Do I think it was the CIA? I absolutely think it was the CIA. And here's why. There were a couple things that were happening right then. The CIA was fairly new. The CIA came into play, came in existence in the late 40s. So it was a, it was relatively a new organization by the time 60, 1963 rolled around. It had only been around 13, 14 years. And the CIA was, was really, really trying to, to uh, stake their place in the world and serve sort of, themselves. Yeah. It served themselves. Number two, the leadership of the CIA was badly, badly, badly wounded um, by the failed Bay Pigs invasion, with the failed invasion of Cuba um, yeah. that uh, Kennedy called off. There were a lot of CIA officers that died. The, the, the numbers have never been released because the CIA is very, very quiet about that. But up towards uh, the neighborhood of 10 to, 10 to 15 uh, CIA officers and agents died 
including some that were were you know uh, captured alive in Cuba, likely tortured, maybe maybe taken away to Russia and tortured and murdered. So the CIA was absolutely uh, incensed with anger at Kennedy for calling off the Bay of Pigs invasion. So they're a new agency. They're very dedicated to the spycraft. And again, they're made up of a lot of the people involved in the early CIA were some of the worst people uh, from the Second World War involved in clandestine activities. And when I say worst, I mean, unfortunately, with the Second World War, in order for the Allies to have won, people have to recognize that the Allies did some very, very inhuman, horrible things to other people on this planet. So a lot of those folks wound up in the CIA operations and were not, those people weren't for the faint of heart. So they absolutely had the motivation and they had absolutely had the operators to be able to pull off an assassination. They, they completely had all the skill set to frame Oswald, to, to do all of that. So yeah, I agree with you, Melfo. I, I think Kennedy symbolized change, right? And I think with the Bay of Pigs thing, I think, um, I think there was people that defense companies and, and various factors in there that saw that Kennedy symbolizes change. And if this thing is going to end too easily, we don't like that either. And I think ultimately that's what led to what, what happened. I don't. Actually, Alan Smith, you keep saying that I think the mob did it. I don't think the mob did it. I was just oh, I, I, my apologies. Yeah, I I thought you I thought you thought the mob did it. No, not at all. Not at all. I think okay. that if the mob was after Bobby Kennedy, they would have just gone after Bobby Kennedy. And right, they agreed. Have, they wouldn't have even bothered with, with JFK. What right. I think it was, and this is going to be, I'm bringing it back to one of our old episodes, guys. We're tying into the Illuminati. We're going back Ooh. on the Bobby. Oh shit! So, Yay! So, bring it. Because on June fourth, 1963, just a couple of months before Mr. Kennedy was assassinated, he signed an executive order, Executive Order 11110, which had the intention of stripping the Federal Reserve of all of its power to loan the U.S. government money at interest. So, Ooh, I did not know that. That's fascinating. Yeah, there's a huge, there's a, a big speech that he gave where it was really like, what the, like, basically like, what the fuck are we doing? We're like indebting our grandchildren for generations to come. And this is dumb. And we have the ability to be on like a gold standard or something like that and not be borrowing our money. So we're not going to do that anymore. So Right, because the Federal Reserve is not actually part of the American government. It's nope. a separate entity. No, and not at all. And honestly, when you really dig deep into your Illuminati conspiracy theory and stuff like that, the Federal Reserve ties right into it. All of those symbols on the dollar bills, all of that stuff like that, it all ties into it. Those handful of families that run everything own the Federal Reserve as well. They so, absolutely do. Rockefellers, Rothschilds, the whole like, old, you, old money. If you listen to any of these conspiracy theories at all, these people have been up to all of the Dickens for the last hundred or hundred or so years, right? It's been all of Every conspiracy, every bad thing ties back to this group of people, the Illuminati, the heads of the, the thing, right? So I think, right. honestly, the most logical to me is that he was trying to change their financial situation and take money away from these people. The ability to make billions and billions of dollars forever, trillions, uncounted zeros of dollars forever. They totally were like, nah, fuck that. And because he was so popular, they, of course, the people would have, like, everybody loved this guy, whether he, they were Democrats, Republicans, any, everybody loved JFK. So mm -hmm. if he was to say something like this and it was to really gain speed, they're done. So done. The people would be like, oh, wait a second. Why are we putting ourselves in debt for nothing? Like the average person who doesn't pay attention to this kind of stuff, it would go on their radar. Yep. Right? So especially.
especially too when you're like coming out of like the 50s and 60s when there was like a lot of economic uncertainty in the U.S. and stuff like that like something like that would be very very you know attractive to the average person I think and I well, can you, see that like they would be like nah I don't think so we're not going to let this happen this guy's got to go you know you're, like you're 100% right about that I mean the 50s were were uh, were a boom time for American finances for the average American finances but the instability that the 60s possessed by by 61 you could see there was some instability in the world uh the the korean war had created had completely destabilized south asia vietnam was just starting to roll russians were were crazy about their nuclear weapons so the the people with the money did wanted to protect the money so i i totally agree with you the illuminati the folks who control the Federal Reserve, absolutely had a stake in the game and absolutely wanted Kennedy out of the way. Completely agree. I know it's really funny, too. I'm reading a paper on this right now. I'm just like looking at it online. But the uh, that executive order has never been repealed, amended, or superseded. So it's still valid, technically. But I, right. I'm not American. I'll keep your Federal Reserve. Don't kill me. I'm good. Right, right. No, well, executive <laughs> executive orders, generally what happens is they, they, um, they sort of expire when the president is no longer the president so the, the uh, you know subsequent presidents can issue uh countermanding executive orders or if new legislation is passed if they if the senate and the the house of representatives pass a, a bill a finance bill that counteracts an executive order uh that would have killed the um the idea of stopping the federal reserve but yeah executive orders Technically, never unless another executive order is put in place, they always stay in effect. You know, um, one of the other possibilities that could have come down the pipe is one of the very weirdest ones, and this is very conspiracy-ish, if you will, and that is he was assassinated because he was going to blow the lid off the Roswell uh, crash, and he was going to tell the truth about aliens. What do you guys think about that one? Now, with all the stuff that's come out, that's quite possible, right? Like, with, like, because there's so many videos now that the U.S. government has actually released themselves, of, like, you know, unidentified flying stuff and whatever. And it's like, you know, the soldiers are like, what is that thing? Yeah. So it's quite possible that, especially like, you know, again, like, I think that maybe we're a little bit ab more able to handle that kind of news now because we live in such a, like, advanced technology. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they could that in the early 60s I think, you know what so, i mean like that might have been a lot for the, the thing the thing i have to disagree with there though is i feel like if that were the case i feel like they would have taken out jackie as well and the reason i say that is i'm sure no matter what i'm sure that the president whether today or of then or maybe more so then I'm sure that there would have been at some capacity pillow talk. Well, I was going to say, of course, he's going to tell his wife. Like, no, hey. but there, there's going to be pillow talk at night or, or it's going to, like, I, I just, she's first lady. I, I feel like well, she would have at least heard something most, rumbling. Most of. They, they, they did. They killed Marilyn Monroe a few years later. <laughs> they did. They did kill his wife. I just feel like, I just feel that if that were the case, they would have taken out Jackie at the same time. Uh, but here's, here, here's the crazy, okay, so here's the alien one. The alien conspiracy theory is, is not new, but it's, it's so dark down the rabbit hole, but here's how it goes. There is a belief that certain aliens are in the world and they are in positions of power and want to remain very, very quiet. 
the question of Kennedy's assassination, how one magic bullet managed to hit him three different times in three different places. People have purported to say, well, conspiracy realists like myself have often said that, in fact, it wasn't a traditional bullet, but it might have been an alien projectile that's able to move at supersonic speeds and move in multiple directions until it finishes its pre-programmed movement. So could it have been an alien assassination to keep the Roswell alien crash quiet? Absolutely it could have. We don't know. that The whole ambiguity about, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, about the multiple Oswalds. We don't really know. No one really knows who Oswald was. Well, what if Oswald wasn't even human? What if he was, in fact, an alien? He was a reptilian. Oh, fuck. Not necessarily reptilian, but maybe he was a shape changer. Maybe he was a, a gray. Skinwalker, right? right? Skinwalker with COVID. I just fell back to Skinwalker Ranch, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's entirely possible that it was revenge they wanted to keep it quiet for whatever reason you know they wanted to slow down the space program they wanted to sabotage things it's entirely possible that the bullet that killed jfk was an alien projectile and not actually a real bullet see going back to the space program i know like in 61 they were still having quite a few issues with the space program and thought like they were nowhere near where they they needed to be never mind even 63 to make it to the moon for 69 that's correct the mercury Um, program was just in its infancy at the time and you know so i mean i Again, like, did the CIA look at this and say, you know, we're going to have a problem here. If he keeps pushing this agenda, we're really going to... I mean, there, there's so many avenues to look at, like, in, but I, I just, I can't wrap my head around the mob. I, I think they would have done it on a quieter sense. They don't want to attract any more attention. Imagine, imagine that it went bad. Imagine the shot missed, right? Well, what, what about the, aliens, Mofo? Like, let's... Let's expand. Take take a little bit of LSD, baby, and expand your mind. What about aliens? Again, let's not, let's talk about Project Stargate. At this point in the early '60s, the first ideas of Project Stargate were being developed by the U.S. military in investigating uh, paranormal research and uh, thought projection and sort of psychic projection. So, you know, what if aliens, in that sense, were part of the control? group running project stargate maybe they felt that kennedy was a threat to that and wanted him done do you believe that aliens could have done it mofo the irony is is like i know john and i have talked previously about project blue book that went on with the air force i have some interest and some belief that some of this could have existed i'm not obtuse or i'm not narrow-minded to to close that off but i don't know i just always i guess figured that this was like a directly done by a, a by a human being or multiple people, not so much an alien involvement, to be honest. That's just my thought. Well, that's the most logical thought process, I would think. The, the, alien, the alien thought, like, I guess it's possible, but, you know, I just also think that it's very like, you know, why would the aliens care about the U.S. government? Why wouldn't they be taking out everybody's world leaders if that's what they were trying to do? Apparently, the U.S. government is the leader of the free world. So why wouldn't you go with the biggest, the one that's running the biggest show? Yeah, but at the the time, though, Russia and, you know. Russia was more advanced in the space race. Like and from, and one involved? one could argue like why didn't then they take out Hitler? Because yeah, of his mustache, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that mustache well, and say, "Fuck it, I'll go with the other guy." Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I, I I guess what I'm saying is I'm not dismissing an alien presence in that time of them 
in terms of, say, did aliens exist? I mean, we obviously have them, the crash landing in the 40s there, in, in 48, I believe, uh, in Roswell. 47. There. Sorry. 47. Thank yeah. you. So I don't discredit that, but I feel like this was a human inter, like, like humans intervened and, and took care of this. I feel like that Kennedy symbolized a number of things. He, you know, he was motivating people maybe faster than what people behind the scenes wanted was, you know, things. You, you have to think if Kennedy lived or if this never happened, would we have had Vietnam? Would some of these things have happened? You know what I mean? The Vietnam War started low-key in the 50s and nobody said it. No, no, no. What I mean, like, would it have happened? I mean, in the sense of, like, would the U.S. have been involved? Like, would, like... Oh, no, that was... Kennedy Kennedy actually sent one of the... One of the the points to push the military-industrial complex behind is that Kennedy signed an executive order, and again, I don't know the number to it, but to pull the, uh, not the troop, but the, the on-the-ground uh, support staff that were or helping the, uh, the Vietnamese uh, rebels against the North Vietnamese Army, those, uh, those uh, military advisors, he signed an executive order to get the military advisors out of Vietnam because Kennedy realized that it was going to be like Korea, but go bad. And he, want, he did not want America in Vietnam whatsoever and was planning to get, planning to get the U.S. out. What, what limited amount of, of uh, military involvement was existed in Vietnam at the time, he wanted out. So, you know, that, that brings you around to the military uh, industrial complex. Trying to trying to crush it. The other thing too that like you know is probably more on the logical side of things is that you know he didn't you know event like end up doing the civil rights act himself or anything like that. That ended, that was Lyndon Johnson, but he was the first one of the first Democratic presidents to really like actually like start to pay attention to the African American voting bloc, and he was in yeah. Dallas. He was in Dallas. Yep, yep. He probably, like, there's a very good chance that he got shot by some racist. You know what I mean? Like some yep. crazy racist. It was the South in the sixties, and like you know, you can go on. You can just YouTube what happened in the South in the sixties, right? Like you can learn all kinds of, of terrible, terrible shit that happened. So, oh yeah, you know, though just just to be fair though, like there was things going on even in the North. You know, I just saying like I, I know I'm just saying like there's a lot of good people. I'm just saying in the South that I, I'm not I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just saying though that like a lot of these atro- those atrocities did go on system wide. It wasn't just one uh, one area. You know, the one thing so, I really think it was, I think it was Mofo. And, and hear me out, okay? So well, Mofo was a twinkle in his grandfather's eye because he obviously oh, his dad was here. Around. We go. I think no. Mofo's grandfather got the wise idea that he wouldn't be able to turn nuts anymore if JFK had his way and popped him. And that's why there's two holes in the dude, not one. Just, I mean, just think All right, about well, it. Listen, let me, let me wrap this up with one of my favorite, favorite things. I'll okay. just take a minute here. It's the, the Lincoln-Kennedy assassination comparison chart. And the, the, the number of of uh, coincidental coincidental um, items with Lincoln and Kennedy and their assassinations is just truly amazing. Firstly, both had vice president named Johnson. Both were shot on a Friday with their wife at their side. Um, uh, uh, Kennedy was killed in a Ford, which was a Lincoln, and Lincoln was killed in the Ford Theater. Wow. Um, both had both were both were dealing with major civil rights issues at the time. Both accidentally had, they're not accidentally, but both of them had their wives um, had 
children who miscarried or their wives miscarried children while they were in the White House. Both were warned about the, so Kennedy was warned about the danger of going to Dallas. Lincoln was warned about the danger of going to the theater. Uh, both of them died from gunshot wounds at the head. Both were killed by a, sou- their, uh, by a southerner. I should do their astrology charts and see what things they have in common on their charts because that's John, pretty interesting. John Wilkes Booth, yeah. 15 letters. Lee Harvey Oswald, 15 letters. Hmm. It's, Quite the parody. Yeah, Booth was shot and killed while being arrested. Honorius was shot and killed while in police custody. But then there's even uh, some that say Booth ended up uh, surviving and escaping. That's right. Like, that, John, that, that is a whole other topic and podcast John, itself. Here's the best thing. John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and then ran to a warehouse, whereas um, Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and then ran to a movie theater. I can go on. But, you know, that's enough for tonight. I get it. Well, you know, one thing we don't have proof on is that uh, John F. Kennedy shot his throat yogurt shots at Marilyn Monroe. But with that we being have said... absolute proof for that, man. What, her dress that's flying up? That poor woman is dead. She's dead because of that. But that's maybe, a whole, maybe that he, hit that, was his wife, not... Marilyn not... Monroe. Marilyn Monroe and the Kennedy brothers is a whole other podcast. We're definitely going to have to get into this again, guys. Like, because there's yeah, totally. go deep on this for sure. That's the whole point of the podcast, baby. Always going deep. Folks, don't forget, you can always get our Smooth My Balls gear at www.smoothmyballs.com forward slash go deep. Code word is go deep at the register. Guys, you don't need that other company that wants to show you a fancy pair of boxers or glamorous chicks to show you that you can have smooth balls. You just go to that website that I told you. You're going to buy the Turf Chopper 2.0. You're going to take it to the register. You're going to put the code in, go deep, no capitals, all one word. You're going to save yourself 15%, and your partner's going to thank you. You're going to thank us, and fuck the plumber. I know I keep saying that. I'm sorry, buddy. I know you got to do your work, but fuck you too. (laughs) Uh, We still have our gear on the store. I know MoFo is really still upset. He just sent me a text right now. He's like, I want to see my camel tail. That's none of my business, bro. Just wear underwear in the mirror. Well, Both that... those camel toes exquisite. It's exquisite. <laughs> I think it's a camel tail if we're being general neutral, but I'm not sure. Damn. <laughs> uh, folks, it's always a pleasure to have everybody on the show. Motorsports Mofo, thank you very much for everything you contribute to tonight's show. Always pleasure to be here. Thank you, everyone, uh, again for listening. And as always, we appreciate the continued support. Definitely. And we also have Asher Moon. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's always so much fun to be with you guys. I love when all four of us are together. And thank you to our listeners. We couldn't, we wouldn't be here without you. Make sure you follow me on social media, Asher Moon Zero. Bingo. And also the one and only Alan Smithy. Thank you very much for your contribute um, support tonight as well. Dude, listen. Thanks again for having me. And and. You know, I love MoFo. I love Astromoon. I love you, John Doe. It's always fun. When the four of us get together, it's just magical. This podcast becomes like, wow, magical. So not as magical as, you know, MoFo's balls, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> they def- are beautiful, aren't they? It definitely does There's feel like magic. A, <laughs> it definitely feels like we're in a circle jerk when we're all together, folks. A wise totally. person, <laughs> a wise person once told me uh, nobody likes a tip, so that's why we... Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. This is Go Deep Productions.
Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media. If you would like to reach out to the show, email us at GoDeepThePodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always go deep.